0: And welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan, and I'm Caleb, and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Honestly, one of the biggest—I want to say stockpiles, but I don't think that word works. Biggest releases? That yeah, that that sounds a lot better. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that. This is one of the biggest like releases in a long while that we'll be able to talk about, because we got a shit ton for New York Comic Con, uh, and then we got a new uh, Marvel pop coming out uh, along with that, and then a uh, dog pop. We're not going to tell you which dog. <laughs> not yet, but we'll get to it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. See, Caleb's fine with it, so. As long as Caleb's fine with something, everyone's fine with it, right? No. <laughs> All right. Way to have confidence. <laughs> anyway, so uh, along with adventures and hunting, Blu-rays, there is nothing to talk about. Um, yeah. Um, uh, f- There's
1: like nothing else to talk about.
0: Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, this week's sneak peeks. I don't think we have anything,
1: right? Nope. Okay. Um.
0: Oh, you don't. You don't want to talk about the Hogwarts trailer? Oh.
1: Duh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we have the the Hogwarts trailer. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it Hogwarts? Um... Hogwarts
0: Legacy. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that first trailer for that. Uh, nothing for once in the box. Shocker. Again. I mean, I guess we could talk about. Should we talk about Tenet's box office at all? Well, in it? Why not? Okay, let's talk about. It. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about Tenet's box office. Um, and then we'll be moving on to our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros uh, Dreamcast for a Scream 5.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, followed by a little special surprise after uh, we pitch our um, Dreamcast. So, yes. Yes. So that'll be really fun. Um, so without further ado, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. Hell yeah.
1: Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast, and this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard.
0: All right, so first with Adventures in Hunting, Caleb, if it's right with you, I think we should save the New York Comic Con Pops for last and start with the other two first. That sounds good. Okay, cool. So first up is Caleb's this is going to be Caleb's birthday present and he's going to love me sorry not birthday Christmas and he's gonna truly love me for it. It is the I actually don't even know what Hulk it is.
1: It's a stupid <laughs> Hulk, that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> Don't even call it Hulk. So it's <laughs> Professor Hulk. No, it's just Professor. <laughs> Professor dipshit <laughs> uh,
0: but he's got pink bunny slippers. I ugh.
1: I cannot express enough how much I hate Professor Hulk.
0: Oh, uh, even the MCU version.
1: Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started on the MCU <laughs> version. Uh,
0: I'll never forget the, how loud of a sigh Caleb let out when we saw Endgame.
1: It was really funny. It was so funny. Um, I could have let it go. I honestly could have let it go, and then they just had to add the dab. Yep. I was just like, "F everything <laughs> that this Hulk is." <laughs> All right, so with this
0: Hulk, he's holding um, two—I don't rocket launchers. I don't know what the hell these are.
1: They look like some sort of like blasters, which is
0: bullshit because Hulk doesn't need them. Uh, And then he's wearing a uh, black tank top along with some black pants, black pants, brown pants,
1: um, and he's rocking some pink bunny slippers. I cannot express enough (laughs) (laughs) the hatred. That I have for this figure.
0: You know, just to piss you off more, I'm really gonna try to get you the glow in the dark chase.
1: Oh my gosh! That I told—I think I told you and Victor because I sent this to you and I said there's no way in hell I'm getting this. The only way that I would is if the I found the chase. Oh yeah, the you did. The only way that I would, and that's just because I want a chase. <laughs> All right, and fair. I enjoy glow in the dark figures, but this I hate this figure.
0: The thing that sucks about this is the only way to get the chase is either you're ordering it from um, Entertainment Earth cuz it is a PX exclusive so you kind of just have to hope that you'll get a chase. So you'd honestly have to order a pack of 6 to see if you get it. Um to or, see? Couldn't like wouldn't that guarantee you? Eh, it might. Just you kind of just really want to hope that they hadn't opened but they haven't opened the box yet before they shipped it to you. Mm. Um, and then there's a possibility if, I'm assuming they'll put this at FYE, you might be able to get the chase there.
1: I doubt it. Chases are super hard to find in general, let alone at a specialty store.
0: That is very true. That's why I never go after chases anymore. I've kind of just given up on them.
1: Yeah, but I... mm, I really don't like this figure. I think the hair looks stupid. It's like... It's like really high up. It's kind of like It's like baby hair. He's got like a fade cut. That's what he's got. You can't even say it's like a fade cut because it's like bald on... Well... Yeah, it's like bald on the side. Like he shaved the sides of his head. He has like this stupid smirk on his face. And I, I just don't like Hulk when he's wearing... When he wears weapons. It defeats the whole purpose of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Hulk is a... Amazing standalone. Like, the only weapons that he should be using are weapons for melee attacks. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, I'm just thinking, like, with the Thor Ragnarok figures, the Walmart exclusive, he's holding an axe. That makes sense for Hulk. He smashes shit. Yeah. The common one, he's holding a hammer. That makes sense. Like, those are ones that you you need brute force to use. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate when he holds like cannons or energy weapons or other bullshit like that because Hulk doesn't need it. You know who does need it? The freaking bitch ass Banner. (laughs)
0: Damn. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel about Bruce,
1: dude. I. (sighs) The only reason I have like some of these Banner figures is because, well, one because I want to collect all the Hulk figures. But they've just released some stupid ones like this one, like the damn Professor Hulk. Wait, where's the Toys R Us exclusive banner? He's behind everyone else. He's R- be- um. he's behind Walmart exclusive. Uh, oh, wait, is that one Toys R Us? Yeah, or is the Toys R Us the one where he's like turning?
0: No, uh, the turning one was a common actually. Yeah, the Toys R Us exclusive one is just him with
1: the, uh. His hand's folded. Yeah, so he's behind Taco Hulk. Okay. Another one I dislike. I actually really like Taco Hulk. Yeah. I was, but... very, I was very happy to get that one. Yeah, his... It's just... I'm a Hulk purist. He is. And Professor Hulk is everything that I hate about... It's... Like, no one likes Banner. I and like when Banner. He... No, when he has... Con- like... When... Comic book. Banner's kind of an asshole. Okay, fair. But when he has control over Hulk's body, he makes Hulk a freaking bitch. Okay, that's fair. Like, he's not nearly as powerful. He's not nearly as strong. Yeah, he's a little smarter. But who gives a shit when you're getting your ass whooped?
0: You know what? You're not wrong.
1: Yeah, you you want to know what... Professor Hulk is like if Banner were to just work out really hard and paint himself green. And paint himself green. That's basically what it is. Professor Hulk or Smart Hulk or any... I'm not even going to bother calling it. I'm just going to say Professor now. (laughs) The Professor is a bitch. (laughs) That is straight up what he is. Just call him Professor Green. Yeah, like, he's smaller. Like, he's smaller than normal Hulk. Yeah. He is, like, he is, he basically weakens Hulk and makes him lame. And Hulk is, like, a badass character. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the relationship, the conflict between the two separate entities that make Hulk interesting. Yeah. When you combine the two and it's just like, oh, this is a smart Hulk. No. Like, <laughs> it ruins the character. It ruin like, it's just, it's, it's a, a, a less interesting story and I don't like it. That is so, good. Professor Hulk, you can go F yourself and F your bunny slippers. That's Ben Caleb's rant and rave. All right, moving on to a happier. Gosh, note. how long was that? Like we're at the not. Ni- we're almost ten minutes in.
0: Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, so next up, when I said dog, we got a really impressive dog here.
1: Yeah, you didn't even like realize my joke when I when you said like we're going to talk about this first. I'm like this. That's fine.
0: Oh, I. Did, sorry, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that.
1: That's a very subtle hint. Okay. <laughs> Bet someone else could have picked it up. Mm-hmm. Right in us and if you picked up that joke Oh no, they wouldn't have picked up that joke because they don't know what figure we are talking about. Yeah. God damn it.
0: <laughs> so the figure we're talking about is the entertainment exclusive, Entertainment Earth exclusive. This is fine, dog. Which is now available. You don't have to pre order it or anything, it's now available. Hell yeah. I freaking love this figure. <laughs> it's so so yeah, it's him sitting in a chair with a coffee mug that says this is fine.
1: Yeah, and his chair's like on fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's honestly so fantastic.
1: I honestly hope that the back of the box looks like the uh, the an- like, I, w- I like want that. you to post this image when you post the figures. Okay. Yeah, post this image. I hope that's what the back of the box looks like.
0: I hope so too that would be really cool
1: that would be amazing
0: all right uh moving on uh to the main event of yeah. adventures in hunting one second
1: Sorry. though yeah. do you feel like this the uh the, this is fine dog is going to be the start of them doing memes oh gosh i kinda do and i don't know how i feel about it I don't either. <laughs> it, this is like this is a really good first run, yeah. But later, later memes are gonna be difficult. So I'm like, Ugh. like strong start. But we're watching you. <laughs> Let's follow it up with Spongegar. Spongegar. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
0: Oh, I remember that one. That was the biggest meme you could find.
1: Don't they have that? figure i don't know actually like caveman spongebob Mm.
0: i don't know i don't i don't think so
1: Hmm.
0: i haven't seen the spongebob figure for that
1: i would have thought they did anyway sorry that was just a side note (laughs) no it was just a side (laughs) note because i was just thinking about that like is that the route that they're going now i guess we're
0: gonna find out
1: funko we're all buckled
0: up and ready to go hell yeah Alright, so first up with uh, reveals for New York Comic Con, we got honestly, gosh I need this. So it's a movie moment and it's Carl and Ellie from Up and it's when they're painting their uh, um, when Ellie is painting the mailbox and uh, Carl accidentally puts his hand on it and uh, gives it a handprint and then Ellie gives it a handprint and it's just so sweet.
1: It's the cutest thing ever. Oh, I, I Wait, want does it, to- it- Oh, this is like even before she puts her hand on it. Wait, no, it's just her hand, or just his hand. Sorry. Oh shit. Oh yeah, it is. Because her hand is red.
0: Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, thank yeah. Thankfully, they gave her a uh, paint red paint on the paintbrush.
1: Yeah. So this is like before she puts her hand on. The... That is
0: so true. Oh, I love it. I want it. I do too. It's so bad. So that's like in my like top three of ones that I
1: really want. Same here. That is definitely like that's that was one I shared with Brielle, and I'm just like, don't be surprised if I pick it up. Considering it's what gonna be like thirty bucks. No,
0: don't talk like that. (laughs) All right. So uh, next up, we got the uh, I forget the character name of this character. I hope you've at least had this. The um, the Dum Dums Drum Man. Please tell me you've had a dumb dumb uh sucker. Like those little ones? Oh yeah, 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 this yeah.
1: This is those, pretty cool. Uh, I didn't I didn't recognize him. Oh, Yeah, I have had the the suck the, the, the suckers. Okay, yeah, what's your favorite flavor? Psh root beard.
0: Huh. What's yours? Blue raspberry. Yeah.
1: Don't uh <laughs> <hurt> me <laughs> of your root beer <laughs> screw you oh you know what the best one was freaking bubblegum. dude what kind of kid were you i was addicted to blue shit okay <laughs> yeah saying that now after breaking bad's come out <laughs> maybe not the best choice
0: oh shit when your favorite color is blue as a kid, you want to eat blue shit.
1: <laughs> no, I wanted shit that tasted good. Oh, shit. Dude, I remember getting called a pussy for liking the bubblegum ones. Really? Yeah. And I was like in... I'm trying to remember the last time I had one, because I gave up suckers like a really long time ago.
0: I got we- I got called weird for... um. Did you ever have the uh, Jolly Rancher uh, suckers they used to have?
1: No. They were so good. I always
0: got called weird because I would always go for a grape out of all of them. Really? Yeah. I was, Grape's good. Yeah. I was considered weird for it. I mean, yeah. The second choice is cherry.
1: but Yeah. Apparently, at my school in, I want to say sixth grade, yeah, my school in sixth grade, your masculinity was decided upon what color dum-dum you got. <laughs> And apparently, I was a little pussy for liking <laughs> the bubblegum. Bubblegum and root beer. Those were like, root beers were really hard to find, but bu- bubblegums were pretty easy. Oh. And so everyone's just like, hey, Caleb has a pink one. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's when and I... am just imagining that's in
0: And it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Oh shit!
1: Yeah, I'm just like whatever. <laughs> like this is fr- this is freaking amazing. <laughs>
0: Whew, okay, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so next up,
1: I had to fight the urge to just <laughs> shove their suckers down their throat. Oh, God. dude. Okay, speaking
0: of like s- killing someone with a sucker, have you watched the Banana Splits movie yet? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So there is a death with that. It's very cool. And I actually just found out, sorry, I, t- going off tangent really quickly. I didn't know the Banana Splits was actually a thing.
1: Was it really? Yeah, it was
0: an old H- Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Or not cartoon, but an old Hanna-Barbera show. It only lasted like a year. <laughs> huh. But yeah, that was
1: actually a thing. That is odd. Yeah,
0: right? <laughs> um, but Yeah. Super fun movie. I, I I can't wait for you to watch it. Um, so next up, we got the Burrow and Ron at World Cup from uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And also, you get um, Mrs. Weasley along with it.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, so these are two separate, right? One's the Burrow with Mrs. Weasley and one's Ron at the World Cup? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Because the way that they have that picture, it looks like Mrs. Weasley's like a pocket pop
0: yeah it does and that would just be really stupid considering we've never gotten a mrs weasley pop
1: yeah have we gotten mr weasley we haven't as mm-hmm. far as i know so they definitely gotta do one of him soon. yeah i know we've gotten friend george we have yeah. a jenny we have plenty of ron i think we still need percy and bill bill there's another one charlie
0: oh yeah shit
1: yeah Come on, Funko. So Remember when we were talking about like all the all the Weasleys? Yeah. And we posted that poll, saying like, did we forget one? Uh, oh, turns yeah. out we did. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Charlie. Was Charlie
0: even in the movies? No. Okay, that's what I thought. He
1: actually played a decent role in. I want to say the f- fourth book. Why wasn't he in the fourth movie? So he. I th- okay, if I'm remembering right. And I know I'm gonna catch shit if some major Harry Potter fans hear this, and I'm wrong. Looking, at I you believe Vic. Charlie was a dragon, like a dragon guy. Okay. So Charlie actually dealt with the dragons that uh, were at the World Cup that he had to face. Oh, not the okay. World Cup, the uh, Wizard tournament. tournament. Okay. Yeah. Jinx. So. how old are you but yeah so I I, that's that is was Charlie's role I believe okay and I think Bill was an or
0: okay so oh shit um didn't uh Dom O'Gleason play Bill yes okay that's what I thought wasn't yeah wasn't Bill only in like the last two movies
1: Okay, that's yeah, kinda, yeah.
0: that kind of sucks. Um, and I really only remember him from the beginning of Deathly Hallows Part One. I don't really remember him from Deathly Hallows Part Two.
1: Well, he he was also, oh, okay, he was the one that at the wedding.
0: Okay, yeah, there was that. Because yeah, he remember he marries yeah. Flora Delacour, right?
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, so he, it's his wedding, and I don't think you see him throughout the rest of anything. I was gonna say. They wasted
0: Dom O'Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. Such a great actor. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we just keep going off on tangents, don't we?
1: That's how we usually do it.
0: That's a very good <laughs> point. So, yeah, so this, uh, so it'll be Ron in his World Cup attire. Um, and then uh, you'll get, uh, and then a separate, uh, do they call these movie moments when it comes to the building? Or
1: I don't know what they call them. Okay. I just call them like the the building duos. Okay.
0: All right, that's a good way to. Um, yeah, so the building duo will come with the Burrow and Mrs. Weasley. So hopefully we get a um, Mr. Weasley following soon.
1: Yeah, as well as Bill. I think it'd be really cool to get him and either the car or him with like a rubber duck.
0: Ooh. As much as I'd love to see him with a rubber duck, I would actually love to see the
1: car more. Yeah, but don't they have a figure with the car already? They might. Yeah. They've made
0: so many freaking Harry Potter Pops. Yeah, they I've have. I've lost
1: track. I'll have to look into that later.
0: Okay, for a second, I actually did not recognize these Pops. I had to look at what they were. So, uh, next up, we got a two-pack bundle. And this is from uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And this is uh, Jedi training uh, Luke and Leia. I, for, for some
1: reason, I didn't even know that that's who they were. I didn't either. <laughs> it's just they don't have any identifying markers and it, Luke looks weird <laughs> yeah he looks like
0: if you t- <laughs> he looks if you took the personality of old Luke and put him into <laughs>
1: the younger Luke's body let me see his face is also squished I feel it, it is like I, I, I think his like the if, I can't talk the eyes feel like they're lower than they usually are. Yeah, they kind of do. I mean, Leia looks alright. and she looks better than she did in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I really like The Rise of Skywalker, but damn, that CGI looked bad on Leia. Looks good on Luke, but not on Leia. Not one bit. <laughs> uh, alright, next up, another Star Wars one. One that Caleb definitely wants. Uh, it's the child with pendant. Uh,
1: maybe not me, but the untrained eye.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: DJ and Beth are gonna want it.
0: So apparently, have they announced like where all of these are gonna be shared at? Because it seems like some are announcing where they're gonna be shared.
1: I don't know if
0: they've they have yet. Okay, actually, I've only I only see one. So the only one that's been announced uh, to where it's being shared is Shocker, the child, and uh, he will be shared with Amazon.
1: Nice, yeah. All
0: right. uh, Next up, we got oh, this is so great. We got Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio.
1: That one's so cool. I love it. So good. Oh, definitely want this one. He translated a lot better than I thought he was going to. Right.
0: Seriously, though, he just looks so cute. Hell yeah. I don't like to say that a lot, but he looks really cute.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love that they included the umbrella too. I I wasn't sure that they were going to since the umbrella is like bigger than him. Yeah. Or at least above his head. And I wasn't sure how they were going to do that. But I'm so glad that they included that Uh, little detail. All
0: right. Uh, Next up. We have. uh, From Lilo and Stitch. We have a Stitch as Baker. (laughs) Freaking love it. (laughs) Wasn't this like at the kind of like towards the end with like the whole montage of them as a family?
1: Yep. Okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so cute. Dude, I'm so glad, like, the little things that they've done to update Stitch from the old ones.
0: Yeah, he looks so much better now.
1: He looks so much better. So much, like, more s- streamlined. Yeah. Not so boxy. That's a good one, huh? And that's, like, just... That can be said with, like, the pop figures in general.
0: That's true. That's very true. Um... Next up from The Simpsons, uh, we have a comic book guy and a Wolfman
1: Bart. I have not seen The Simpsons.
0: Not even comic book man, comic book guy. Like wow. I know,
1: I know the characters. Yeah, I just I haven't watched the show like ever, man. which is weird because I'm a very big Matt Groening fan. Yeah. Like I love his disenchant, disenchantment. Yeah, I think, I think it's yeah. Disenchantment, I love that show, and I love Futurama. See, I'm not the biggest fan of f-
0: Futurama. Futurama. Is it Futurama or Futurama? I don't really give a shit. Okay. <laughs> like, I think, to me, I'm sorry, The Simpsons is
1: thousands of miles better than Futurama. I have to give it a watch, because, like, I really like Matt Groening, but it, I don't know what it is about Simpsons. It's mm-hmm. just like, I can't get into it.
0: I'm wondering, uh, at least not I mean, the I've been can watching with... it
1: since I was a little kid, so I'm wondering if maybe... Like, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's just, like... Because I tried starting from, like, season one, episode one.
0: Okay, yeah, it's a little hard to do that.
1: Yeah, and it's just... I don't know. Like, I feel like Futurama maybe got started when Matt Groening hit his stride and kind of knew what he was doing with his humor and everything. Okay, I want
0: to... Have you seen the Simpsons movie? Okay, this is my recommendation, actually. Okay, so do you know like all like the main mostly characters?
1: Yeah, like I know Homer, Marge, uh, Maggie, Lisa, Bart. Do you know like I don't know their dog. Uh, Santa's Santa's little helper.
0: I know it's a weird name for a dog. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I also know. Like, do you know any of the townspeople? Some of them. Okay, uh, like Principal Skinner. Yes. Um, Mo? Yep. Barney? Is Barney the cop? No, that's Chief Wiggum. Barney's the drunk friend of Homer. Yes. Carl and Lenny? No. Ah, oh, dang it. Those are, okay. If I were you, I would honestly, because you don't really need to watch the show to uh pick up on the Simpsons movie, I would honestly watch the Simpsons movie first, see if you get attached to that you like what you see and then start with the show okay I think I think that would be a really good way to start I can,
1: I can definitely do that okay and I need content to watch so why not like 50 billion years of Simpsons <laughs> is the Simpsons movie on Disney plus
0: it is Sweet. there you go bam yeah. I love though with a comic book guy uh, <laughs> he's wearing a plastic glove taking the comic book out of the sleeve. That's pretty great. That's that's fantastic. I think I probably will get that one too. This one, I have to, this is my number 1 of New York Comic Con. It is Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy.
1: It doesn't say Finally. it's a two pack. I kind of I kind of wish it was a two pack. I do too. I feel like you just can't have one without the other. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, but I'm just happy to finally, they made a Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy.
1: So good. So freaking cool. But now
0: I expect them to make a Man Ray, a dirty bubble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just started down a real bad rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah. Funko. Yes, you did.
0: Um. Alright, so after
1: that, um,
0: uh, from Nickelodeon, and uh, this one is just too great. Uh, it is Danny Phantom.
1: This might be top of my list. That is I completely love fair. Danny Phantom, that theme will just never get old. No, it won't. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I feel like they did the Avengers United thing a lot better. Because <laughs> remember the Avengers, is are just like Avengers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with and the, then like, he's like the he's a Danny Phantom. Yeah, yeah. They did so much better. Because yeah, it really works. But it's like. I feel like with the Avengers they they threw it in like anywhere that they felt they could.
0: Yeah, whereas when they throw it in Danny Phantom it makes sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's not even like that often.
0: Yeah. Gosh, I miss that I miss old Nickelodeon. I really do. Yeah. Alright, so uh next up, uh, with Pokemon, uh we have flocked uh pissed off Pikachu. <laughs> Dude, he's so angry. And uh, Flocked Growlithe. Is that how you pronounce it?
1: Yeah. Okay, Growlithe. Those ones are pretty cool. Those are very cool. But yeah,
0: <laughs> Pikachu's so angry. Shouldn't they have, like, sparks coming out of him? Coming off of him? That'd be
1: cool. Like,
0: can they not do that because he's Flocked? It makes sense. Okay. Like, why they couldn't, like, why they wouldn't be able to. But still, it'd be so I cool. I mean, you can at least do a stand or something. Um, Have you seen the Umbrella Academy? Yes. Okay, do you want to talk about... You probably know... Uh, young Ben?
1: Yes. Um, so... This kind of looks like Dick Grayson a little bit. Like kind of old does. old-timey Robin.
0: What really sucks about this one... Not really sucks, but it's uh, limited to 2,000 pieces.
1: Jeez, that yeah. sucks. Um, but anyway, it's the Umbrella Academy, Young Ben. Uh, he's in his school uniform and he's covered in blood which is pretty cool yeah
0: it's a cool figure
1: there's not that much to say about it like I feel like they've done this figure before though yeah I think you're right I don't know what figure I'm thinking of but I feel like they've done like a bloodied up figure before Yeah. anyway it's still cool yeah it's really cool
0: um and then you've seen The Princess Bride, right? Yes. Okay, so uh, next up, we got... Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't seen The Princess Bride. Let's hear everybody yell at me.
1: <laughs> Isn't that on Disney Plus? I think it is. It's a good movie. I've heard w- it I is. I would recommend I, it. Yeah,
0: I've been told by so many people that I need to watch it. All right, uh, so from The Princess Bride, we have a uh, super sized Is that how you say his name?
1: Yeah, Fezzik. Okay. Uh, this one's super cool. So it he is I'm assuming it's a six inch, or is it just assume... like bigger than normal?
0: I don't know that's
1: it it's kind of confusing just because they said super sized yeah, and I don't know what super sized means
0: that I think I feel super sized is kind of like um have you seen like the frozen two line? So kind of like the Like uh, the rock monster? Yeah, I'm thinking it's kind of probably gonna be like that whereas like it makes the box super freaking heavy. it barely fits in the box. Shit like that. That's yeah. what I'm thinking for him.
1: So, yeah, so it's Fezzik's character, and he's holding a, a rock yeah. in his hand.
0: Simple, but yet elegant.
1: Yes, it is. I feel like they've done a Fezzik figure before. They might have, and they just wanted to update it. Oh, no, they didn't. They did uh, Andre the Giant. Okay, That's what's, why I'm thinking. What's of... Andre the Giant from? He He's a WWE dude. Well, yeah, I know, but isn't... Oh, he's I from thought... Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's him. That's that's Andre the Giant.
0: Ignore the stupidity just that just went down, <laughs> please.
1: <laughs> What's he uh... from? We're looking at it. <laughs> Shut up.
0: Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. Next. What? Wait. What? Okay, sorry. Just found, like, a huge, like, Funko announcement that we missed. They canceled a zombie Black Panther. I I heard they just canceled the orders.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Why did they cancel them?
0: I don't know. Probably just because people probably going to flip it and all that shit. Probably. So understandable
1: honestly <laughs> or maybe they just decided it was a, not a really good time yeah to okay have now zombie black <laughs> panther <thinking>
0: about, <laughs> it's kind of it's bad taste yeah that, like, we'll, we'll wait <laughs> i didn't think of it that way duh yeah you know what smart on you funko that is actually a really smart move all right next up for um a uh, new york comic-con uh we have venomized magneto and this one looks Bad
1: ass. I love this one. I love how like the purple is also kind of like spreading throughout yeah. his helmet, it looks so good. And how it, like the cape is like the stand, it looks so cool. It does. The only thing that would make it cooler if it was glow in the dark because it like blue eyes, blue mouth, and has like some magnetic looking powers coming out of the hand.
0: Don't hold your breath, Funko might announce a chase glow glow in the dark chase. No. Uh, next up, another Marvel Zombies. Uh, we have, or not another Marvel Zombies. That was a Venom Marvel Zom. I'm gonna shut up now. Okay, I think I'm okay. So next up, we have another Marvel Zombie. Damn it!
1: Okay, it's Zombie <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> Th-
0: <laughs> Thank you. Just
1: g- get your shit together, Ross. sorry.
0: <laughs> You <laughs> know, for a second, I thought he was holding a candy cane. <laughs> dude, that's what everyone was saying. But that's a crowbar, right? Or wait, or is that a, or is it a baton? It's like it's
1: like a bent billy club. Okay, dude, like the design on the
0: zombie face is outstanding.
1: It looks pretty good. Holy shit! It's like Walking Dead level. Yeah,
0: zombies. Like damn. Okay, let's yeah. let's hope I don't mess up the next one. All right, uh, next up, we have another Marvel one, and uh, this is a character that Caleb and I didn't even know existed. It is the Red Goblin. So we have the Green Goblin, the Hobgoblin, and now the Red Goblin. Yep. Do we get a Blue Goblin?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or a Yellow Goblin? Yeah, this one's cool. It is very cool. I don't know how to explain this, but it looks like it's almost like a venomized.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Like especially like the pumpkin bomb and the glider. Yeah, like they're the... like the glider. You can even black, call that a pumpkin but bomb. But it anymore. looks like
1: liquidy, or maybe like Carnage. Oh yeah, like a Carnage Green Goblin. That would make sense.
0: So that's probably what it is. If Carnage was the Gr- the Green Goblin.
1: Yeah, like, especially if you look at the the leg, it looks like there's, like, goop coming up his leg that's black. Oh, yeah, And that's it does. kind of, like, carnage. I
0: wonder if anyone's in the comments pointed that, pointed that out.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> but it would make sense. It'd make a lot more sense than just some random-ass red goblin.
0: Yeah, like, really... what
1: does the... What line is it a part of?
0: Uh, doesn't say. I, like, let me see. Just says Marvel. Doesn't just say at what, the top. You know, doesn't. Mm. No, it doesn't say what. But Weird. someone in the comments just said, "Yeah, he's basically a mix between Carnage and Green Goblin." <laughs> They're not wrong. Yeah. Cool figure. Yeah, it's very cool. Not
1: necessarily yeah, one. Would I'd you pick say up. he's
0: he's the green? It's a mix of Green Goblin, right? Not Hobgoblin.
1: It it could be any goblin, yeah. honestly.
0: Yeah, that's true. I just say Hobgoblin because I feel Hobgoblin doesn't get enough love. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen Escape from New York? I have not. Okay, let's move past that. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we have um, a Batman figure. Um, and this is actually a breast cancer awareness uh, Joker. This is actually really cool.
1: The classic looking yeah, Joker, Yeah, classic looking Joker. This one's super cool.
0: Yeah. Um, that... Not really much else to say about it. It's pink. That'd be really cool if um the uh, proceeds for like whatever uh, money is made off this pop goes towards uh helping um uh, find the cure for breast
1: cancer. Honestly, I bet it will. Yeah, I, like I... if they were to t- send this to Box Lunch, wouldn't be surprised in the slightest.
0: Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't either. All right, uh, another Batman pop. Uh, we have um, Nightwing.
1: I don't really care for this one.
0: I actually don't either and i think it's the white eyes it kind of ruins it it does the the rest of the rest of it is fine
1: yeah the body's but... fine it's just the head it's off yeah and i don't know what it is about it it's it's probably honestly just the eyes probably like i'd like to see a rendition of this with black eyes to see if it like improves it any just go to, just go into a photo editor and just yeah, <laughs> or maybe it's like the, it's either that or just like how light color the blue is.
0: Okay, yeah, because uh, yeah, from what I remember, Nightwing's blue is a lot more blue, It's a lot dark. more dark. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I cannot talk this episode. Wow. Nope, you cannot. <sighs> all right. Um, moving on. Uh, we have uh a pop from a uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, and uh this is Wonder Woman. Using her, I don't. How would you explain this one?
1: <laughs> um, I was going to give you shit, but this one's tough. <laughs> it literally it okay, looks she's like using... She's using
0: lasso truth to lasso a bolt of lightning.
1: Yes, <laughs> and it looks like this comes on a stand. Yep, it sure does. Okay. But it's like yeah. So it looks like she's jumping off a mountain. Because there's stone underneath her, but it like has a stand going into her back, and she has the lasso of truth going across her and attaching to a lightning bolt. Hmm. How that works, I don't know, because you can't lasso energy like that, but whatever. But it glows in the dark, and that's pretty badass. That is very badass. That saves the whole pop. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool figure, though. It is. Like It's different, and I love that about yeah. it. Yeah. If I saw that one, I'd probably pick that. that. So my top three are the up figure that we talked about, Danny Phantom is number two, and then this Wonder Woman is number three.
0: Where's the love for Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy?
1: I wasn't allowed to watch
0: it growing up, remember? <laughs> I know, but still. All right, Um, I think this actually is the
1: last one. Mm,
0: yes, I think so, because did you watch G.I. Joe as a
1: kid? Because I didn't. No, I did not have the channel that it was on. Okay, so. I played with G.I. Joe's. Wait,
0: okay, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Okay, so we got two left, sorry. Okay, shit, we got three. Gosh damn it, I'm sorry.
1: Is that counting the G.I. Joe one? Because I p- did play with G.I. Joe's. If
0: you want to count G.I. Joe, it's before.
1: Okay, well, let's just quickly do it. <laughs>
0: okay, all right, next up from The Office, we got Recyclops.
1: Hell yeah. Didn't they already do a Recyclops? <laughs> they did, but okay. not that version of it. Okay. I, um,
0: f- I forget what Dwight's holding.
1: Yeah, I actually stopped at a dumpster and they, like a recycling place, and they have a dumpster that says Recyclops on, that on it. That is fantastic. And I don't think it's like an office reference either. Like I think that's actually the, like the name of the recycling company.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, next up from How I Met Your Mother, we got Robin Sparkles. Hell.
1: Yes. That's pretty cool. Let's go to the mall. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, I freaking love that show. Like, I know that show. all the people in that show are garbage people, but I love that show. What? Yeah, it's like Friends. Like, everyone in Friends kind of sucks. I mean, fair, yeah, fine. <laughs> All right,
0: next up we got a glow-in-the-dark Beetlejuice uh, with handbook of recently of the recently deceased. Okay,
1: I love this, this one. This has a really cool glow. This one has a really good glow, and I love that they just they the eyes like the eyes are what sell it on the yeah, glow for me. I I absolutely agree. Like that's so cool. I'm excited for that one. I haven't seen Beetlejuice personally.
0: I haven't either, actually. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I want to watch it, though. I do, too. I hear it's kind of hard to get through if you don't have nostalgic feels towards it. But it's still one I want to check out.
0: And then last, but certainly not least, we have um, Beachhead G.I. Joe. That's what they're calling it, right? Go Joe.
1: Yeah. Okay, Beachhead. All right, but this is like the like a retro toy, so this is like I'm assuming that just going off of the figure,
0: yeah, probably,
1: or the action figure for this pop figure. But so you said you did play
0: as GI, you did play with GI, Joes when you were a kid.
1: Yes, I never owned a GI Joe, Never. never, nope, that's a bummer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's still one buried in my yard somewhere. We, ha- we must go now. Just kidding. Yeah, well, my parents covered it with cement. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like we... the, the part of the yard that I thought it was in is covered by cement.
0: <laughs> hey, it will take some work, but it's worth it.
1: <laughs> we got this. Yeah, well. Anyway. Uh,
0: so, with what's in the box? Gosh, no. Uh, this week's sneak peeks, because that's it for Adventures in Hunting. We got the Hogwarts uh, Legacy trailer. The first trailer. Um and honestly, I'm pretty freaking stoked about this. So this place takes place in uh they say the late 1800s.
1: Yes, so, late 1800s, and you get to play as a Hogwarts student.
0: Yeah, so nothing to do with Harry Potter, nothing Dumbledore.
1: Uh, yeah, this is kind of before everything. Yeah,
0: and for Um Newt Scamander.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so it's. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm I'm, I'm sort of afraid that it's going to be like an online game. I feel it will. Yeah, that will be the selling point for me. If I can play it solo, I'm all in. But you best believe if I don't get sorted into
0: Hufflepuff, my controller's going through my TV. You're the only person
1: (laughs) that would ever say that.
0: (laughs) What you got against Hufflepuff. Nothing, you do you. Mr. <laughs> Gryffindor. Basic. I'm a Ravenclaw, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: never mind, I can't call you a basic bitch anymore. Yeah, you're
1: basic, you freaking uh, Hufflepuff. <laughs>
0: no, basic is Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah, so eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: eat shit. Uh, all right, so, yeah, basically that's the gist of it. <laughs> Yeah. There's not it, like, a lot it's, to say. It's hard to explain. You, like you just kinda have to watch the trailer. Yeah. But it just kind of explains like what they're going for. Like you make a lot of decisions and it's just what the legacy of Hogwarts will be. It's really cool. And the voice the
0: person doing the voiceover does a really good job.
1: Yeah, and it looks like it has a bunch of different methods of playing. Yes. Like you can obviously you can focus on school. Like, you can learn your potions. They have, it seems like they have, like, a combat aspect to it with uh, spells. And, like, you have enemies that you can combat. You can uh, tame wild creatures. Uh, there's, a like, a puzzle element to it. It seems like it has it all in, like, one game. And yeah. And that's super cool. It's very cool. I hope that the game is as good as the trailer is.
0: I guess we'll find out in 2021.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I am excited to see some gameplay for it, though.
0: Yeah, I am, too. I am really excited. Yeah. It just sucks that, you know, we're so far away now. But anyway. All right. So uh, that's it for that. <laughs> I'm going to die this episode. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week's sneak peeks. Moving on to what's in the box really quickly. Uh, the only movie to talk about is Tenet, because that's really the only wide release that really anyone cares about, I feel. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pa- yeah, okay. So, for domestic so far, it's brought in $29, uh, 29 million. Internationally, this is like shocking, it's brought in $178 million. For a grand total of $207 million.
1: So, it's made its budget back. It
0: has, but it's got to break even,
1: and I don't even know if it can do that. I don't think it can. Honestly, with the domestic being shut down like it is, that's going to be tough. Because it opened on a Wednesday. Because obviously, internationally, it's successful. Yeah. It's just, it needs to do well domestically. Mm
0: -hmm. Because from, I think it opened on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and from Wednesday... Uh, all the way to I think Monday from what I saw it only brought in 20 million dollars
1: damn and then
0: its second weekend wasn't anything to write home about it was only I think like six to nine million mm-hmm. so yeah um I would love to go see Tennant but I still don't trust going to the movies yet I'm sorry nope I'm it's gonna be a while for me. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah, I'm more than happy to pay the VOD prices, except for Mulan. I'm not paying freaking $30 for that. <laughs> when Disney already announced it's going to be available to watch in December to all Disney Plus subscribers. Yeah. Which I think was such a stupid move on their part.
1: Yeah, you don't announce when you're going to release it for free. <laughs> ever you just like yeah this is the only way to watch it and then in december you just kind of sneak it (laughs) yeah oh i can actually finally watch it because yeah Yeah.
0: i'm sorry i can wait three months to yeah yeah i can (laughs) sorry disney i can wait three months to watch the live action mulan if you're not putting mushu in it i can wait Mm -hmm. all right so uh with all that out of the way Uh, What do you say we move on to this week's main event of the evening? I say let's do it. All right. Let's see if I don't screw this wordage up. I just screwed that up, too. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. All right, so for this week's main event, uh, we will be doing our um, All Bros Dream. Ca- I almost said All Bros Breakdown. All Bros Dreamcast of a Scream Five. You know, maybe I just need to talk really slowly, just to make sure that I enunciate my words, so I don't slur them.
1: Yes. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna give Rose a break from talking for a <laughs> Thank second. Thank you. <laughs> Um, We posted a question of the week this week, and honestly, there is only one question that we could ask in this situation. It's
0: basic, but it works. Yeah. What's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. Uh,
1: So we did get a few responses. Um, So let's start off on, well, we only got responses on Twitter, (laughs) so I guess we'll start there.
0: No love on Instagram, my heart.
1: Yeah, so our first response comes to us from the hashtag no offense Show at HTNOS. They said, Dark Skies terrifies me.
0: Okay, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, I'm sorry, but I absolutely hate that movie.
1: So, so it's it just came... So, I said I hadn't personally seen it. They said it just came back on Netflix. So, it's an alien visiting a family... Yep, yeah. I know. Not horror in the classic sense, but it mentally effed me for months the first time I saw it.
0: Yeah, sorry, I absolutely hate that movie.
1: Do you really? Yeah. Why?
0: I, I just think the plot's stupid, the acting's not that good. I mean, oh. it's been a while since I've watched it, so maybe I, I might change my mind, but yeah, the first time I saw it, I hated it. I barely made it through it.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Well, hashtag no offense show. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You can DM Rose. He handles our Instagram. <laughs> Shit. I'm actually gonna give this movie a, a solid shot.
0: All right. Let's see who so, comes out victorious. <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our next response comes to us from shoot the flick at shoot the flick. Uh, they said it's always tough when trying to nail down a favorite, but I will always champion Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: I have not either.
0: Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm. There's a movie I'm thinking of with like Nick Frost and oh shit, what's his name? Simon Pegg. Yeah, that's
0: Shaun of the Dead.
1: I think Shaun of the, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay, wait. It's I I was uh, getting getting that confused, and also with Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay. Um,
0: Oh shit! It's actually on Netflix.
1: Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
0: Yeah. Oh hell yeah! And shit has an eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Damn. I'm in. Yeah, definitely going to check that out. Hell yeah! And also going to give Dark Skies an honest. How do you do? Freaking asshole. Telling telling people you hate their movie decisions. I keep it real. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, next up we got a response from Sandy McGee at Sandy M nine one seven two six zero one three. Uh, she said, "Don't look now," with Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie. She said, "Excellent blood chiller." Major hand hair stand on end and sent shivers down your spine and the ending was not one you were expecting
0: I think I've heard of that movie and yeah I've heard it's good
1: yeah she says it's we might be able to find it on streaming what's it called again it, it don't look now which I would have sworn I've seen on Netflix before
0: Uh, it's on Prime video
1: it's on Prime yep. nice we're actually going to be able to stream all of these yep Okay, and then our last response comes to us from the Untrained Eye at Untrained iPod. Uh, they said, The Human Centipede is the scariest oh, movie gosh. ever. I will fight anyone who disagrees.
0: I can't disagree, because, yeah, that is the <laughs> scariest movie of all time.
1: Uh, they also said, But. The Babadook is my favorite. That's a good one. It's the only movie that, as an adult, made me run and jump into my bed at night like I was going to get dragged under if I didn't.
0: (laughs) Okay, Caleb, what's your favorite scary movie that's, like, really actually scared you? (sighs) That scared me? Yeah. Because I know there's a lot. Yeah,
1: that's... (laughs) Oh, F my life. And there went the popcorn. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Shit. Gotta watch where my... And you just ran some no. over. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna stay still. Okay. My favorite movie. Scary movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite scary movie... Gosh, this is tough. Because it's like... There hasn't been a whole... Okay, maybe Saw. Okay. Like I know that that's more like a thriller, but that kind of opened up my my world a little bit more when i realized that horror movies didn't just have to be movies that scared the living shit out of you <laughs> they could actually be <sighs> interesting and have depth to them and have like major plot twists that just blow your freaking mind okay and so yeah i'm going to go with i'm going to go with uh with saw but the babadook is a really close second cuz that movie scared the shit out of me too but and i loved the Because, damn, we watched that before the podcast, like before we started the podcast. Yeah, unfortunately. And it was, yeah, it's one that it's a really good I love. So really quickly, I just, so I
0: kind of have two. So one is Sinister. Sinister, Sinister. Is that the one with Ethan Hawke? Yes. That one scared the shit out of me. I couldn't even finish it the first time. The whole like 8-bit shit freaked me out. I, I couldn't finish it. And then, uh, the second one. This actually is kind of like based off from when I was a kid. So I wanted to go see Dead Silence. You ever seen that movie with the puppets? It's from the No, nope, but you lost me at puppets. <laughs> uh, well, ventriloquist dummies, whatever. Up, oh, you um, lost me at ventriloquist dummies. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was directed by James Wan, so who did Saw? And it was like it was I think like only like the first ten minutes, and because my dad took me and. <laughs> Uh, I think like uh, the dummy had killed this like one lady, and like it uncovered. Uh, she, he hit her under a sheet, and her husband pulled it off, and like her like whole tongue had been like ripped out, and all this shit. Oh my gosh,
1: you showed us that movie.
0: Oh yeah, okay, yeah. See, I could. Oh, f that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, hey, uh, 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 dad, do you think we could uh, may- maybe leave? Um, so we were actually able to get a refund, and um, I got a free TMNT poster out of it. <laughs>
1: Sorry I think that Sorry for opened... scarring you, kid. Here's a TMNT poster. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Um, because I think the uh, TMNT opened like the the next week or the week after. But yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So that's my um, little story for like the two scariest <laughs> movies I've seen. <laughs> even though I can make it through both those movies now. Okay, I can make it through Dead Silence easy now. Sinister. The no, Dead minutes... Silence can go to hell. <laughs> Okay the clown okay the clown one the clown doll still kind of creeps me out. But yeah the 8 bit thing still in sinister that still freaks me out. I still have a hard time watching sinister. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh so shall we say we move on to uh the main event.
1: Yes. Thank you to everyone that responded to our question of the week. Yes, thank you and so there much plenty to talk about. Yes,
0: especially with the human centipede. Thank yeah. you, untrained eye. And Caleb, have you ever seen me, the Human Centipede? No. Okay. Don't. Please. Do not. <laughs> I know the premise. Okay. Good. But I'm warning you. D- don't watch it. I actually think it's hard to watch it now. It's it's very hard to find. Is it? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, not on any streaming services, as far as I know.
1: Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, like I said, thank you to everyone. Yes, Apologies, so hashtag no offense show, for Rose's rude comments.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to give it a second watch. I'm I'm going to give it a redo. Cause... When when was the last time you watched it? When I was in high school. Because mm. it came out, I think, in like 2012 or late 2013.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it is. Um, but, yeah, let's get into Rose's pitch for yeah, Scream 5. Yeah, so,
0: I had a hard time coming up with an idea for Scream 5. So, I did what any great writer would do. I retconned a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I took a I took a, a page out of um, um, David Gordon Green and... Um, uh, Danny McBride's book, and basically went their route with Halloween 2018, to where the ol- uh, the only film that uh, took place was the uh, first one. So, yeah, so. This is Scream okay, 0.5. I will
1: give you this. I will give you this. Is it a cheap thing to do? Yes. Yeah. But, if you're following the continuity of the movies, on, like, with how... Like the first one, they talk about oh well, oh these are the 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 stereotypical tropes of a horror movie, in the second one these are the stereo, stereotypical tropes of a sequel. Oh, it's a trilogy. Anything can happen. Oh, fourth, that's a reboot. Like, yeah, it fits. Yeah. Like the fifth one, like what your idea is if you're retconning a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's not honestly not the worst like it it follows. Yeah, like, okay. it it, See, it tracks with how everything thinking. goes.
0: So this movie is no longer called Scream Five. It's called Scream Point Five.
1: And you <laughs> lost me. What? <laughs> I was trying to defend your decisions and you, you hit me with Scream point five. <laughs> yep, it's called Scream Point Five. Oh good lord. What? Nothing. Continue. <laughs> Okay, so in this universe. Are you bringing back Matthew Lillard? Oh wait, did he die? You brought back Matthew Lillard. Shut up! <laughs> Damn it! How did you guess that? <laughs> because I know he. I I don't remember if he died in the first one. I, I I don't think he did. I think he was arrested. No, he he died. Oh, he died. But I, you'll see what I did.
0: All right, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. Uh...
1: Like I said, it takes
0: <laughs> the way that you're looking at me.
1: <laughs> I'm just leaning back in my chair now. I'm, I'm waiting to hear this. Yeah. So
0: like Halloween 2018, in this universe, only the first scream took place. Um, I, do, I want your opinion. Should the stab film still take place, though? Because <sighs> I said after 25 years and eight stab films, Woodsboro has moved on. moved on to the best of their ability.
1: That's a tough one.
0: Because I don't know how you can work in... Considering that there wasn't Scream 2 through 3. I don't really know how you can continue. Yeah, it. well,
1: Scream 2 through 3. Because well, I know they stopped going with... through 4.
0: Yeah, because I know they stopped going with Sydney's story for the staff films after the third one because she threatened to sue them. So 4 through 7 is like their own, own made-up shit. So, like, if this... For this to work, it would have to be that... She threatened to honestly I feel this makes more sense that she threatens to sue them after the first one. So two through eight had to be their own ideas. That makes sense. Yeah. Like it kinda like kinda confused me that it took three movies for that for her to be like, hey, you know what? Can you maybe stop using my story and just go F yourselves? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, royalties.
1: Yeah. Ever heard of them? <laughs> okay. I will say this if you if that's what you're doing if you're retconning the stab movies or at least some of them if you're if you're still going to include the stab movies okay it makes sense that they would st- stop using her story like then you could almost justify it like saying that Scream 2, 3 and 4 were their own original story that Ooh. they were like saying oh what if this happened to her and then writing a movie based off of that. kind of. So it's like I love it's like this. saying that the screen movies happened in someone's imagination and then the stem movies were based off of that situation. <laughs> it's, it's a little convoluted, but but it works.
0: works. And this is why I keep him around. Bitch. Cut <laughs> <laughs> you. All right. So, um I kind of kept it, like, with uh, what they did in Scream 4, Dewey becomes the sheriff. Because I think in Scream 2 and 3, they never even, like, mention at all Dewey wanting uh, anything to do with um, the um, police force, do they? Not from what I remember. Like, I feel Scream 4, him being sheriff, just kind of happened.
1: In the first Scream? Yeah. Wasn't he a deputy? Was he? Pretty sure he was.
0: Oh. Damn, sorry. It's been so long since yeah. I've seen. Oh,
1: oh yeah. yeah. Remember, he was. um... Oh yeah. He or Sydney was giving him shit because he just barely passed it and was oh, able yeah. to become a deputy.
0: Duh. I'm sorry. Dude. It's been so long since I've seen Scream. Now I really should have watched it. To... <laughs> sorry, guys. I apologize. Um. So. Yeah, so Dewey became sheriff of uh, Woodsboro, and he's been that for about five years. Because so, this takes place 25 years after the original events. So two, it takes place in about 2021. Original movie took place, or came out in 1996. Okay. So, um, Gail uh, continued to pursue her journalism um, and became a news director of uh, Woods, Woodsboro Channel 8 News. That is not a real thing in the movies. I just came up with the Channel 8. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sydney uh, decided to stay in Woodsboro as well, and she went to school for teaching um, and is now an English teacher at Woodsboro Junior High. Wasn't she a film student, though? She decided to change her major. Okay. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, Randy uh, is the only uh, one of the uh, main survivors um, to leave Woodsboro. So, I really only want those... I think it was really only those four main ones that they really focused on in the first one. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, he decides to move to New York City to pursue a degree in film. Because, like you said, with Sydney, she was doing a film degree, and so was he. So, But he, he's the only one that actually continues what he said after in Scream. Okay. Um. To commemorate the Woodsboro murders, uh, he decides to film a documentary um, about the events and to see how everyone has been, um, how everyone has coped with it for 25 years, how it's affected them, um, has it changed their lifestyle at all, you know, just, and kind of just a way for him to come back into town, you know, see Sydney, Dewey, and Gail. Okay. So... Um, during the process of the documentary, okay, this is where I retcon a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, in my version, Stu, so in the origin, in Scream, Billy and Stu were the killers, right? Right. So, in my version, <laughs> Scream <point> 0.5, <laughs> Stu did not die. Um, Stu, uh, after Billy stabbed him and assumed he was dead, he faked his death. He was able to Make a full recovery, but um. So, yeah, so, so hold on to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shit, where was I? Uh. So during the process of the documentary, Stu Matcher, I think that's how you say his last name. Let's say Matthew Lillard's character. <laughs> okay. Uh, is found brutally murdered. After faking his death to Billy, Stu is able to make a full recovery. After the events, he was taken to a facility for the criminally insane. Um, And after being in intensive care and showing excellent signs of improvement, he is released after 25 years at the age of 42. So, I'm trying to remember how many people. Because it's never explained in the first one who killed who. Right? Right. Which, okay. So, if. Let's just. Because I don't know if this really works. Like, say, like, what if, like, Stu. Um, basically uh, proved that he was able to put all of the blame on Billy that it was all Billy's idea he forced him into it. If he is showing si- a lot of signs of improvement after being at this f- a facility for so long and he's you know like shown the area of his ways, is it possible for someone to be able to
1: be left let back in- out into society? After 25 years yes. I would think so. Okay,
0: because I was trying to like look that up. Like, oh, you know, like if you're, say, you murdered someone and you're sent to, um, you're not sent to jail, but you're sent to a facility for the criminally insane. Like, how long do you actually have to stay there? You know, like what happens if you show signs of improvement drastically? Like,
1: I feel I wrote that he did. Yeah. I would I would definitely say that he could get out of that. Okay. Within the 25 years. Okay. He honestly, if he was able to convince them, I think he could have gotten out sooner than 25 years. But getting out 25 years. Oh, uh, sorry, 24 years. 24 years, sorry. Yeah. That works. 24? Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um so kind of like what we just talked about while in custody um, he uh, told the police it was all Billy's idea that he forced him into everything, and yada yada yada. Um, so after so once um Randy comes back into town, um all of a sudden out of the blue Ghostface reappears, murders start to pick back up again. Um, I don't know exactly like if do you think like maybe it should be like a because gr- <laughs> I feel that's like too too much. If uh, Ghostface is targeting um, a, a group of uh, middle schoolers, considering that's where uh, Sydney is teaching, so I mean, how how do you th- who do you think? Because he's already killed Stu, so so yeah, okay, yeah. Ghostface kills Stu. I forgot to say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but I'm just trying to think, like, who? Because you can't have Ghostface just kill one person. So, who I mean, do you think? Can't is... you, though? You could. If you, I, if you lead up to it in a right way, which I think I did.
1: Well, that's how the Scream movie worked. That's true. Like, the first girl, or Drew Barrymore, was the first one murdered, and she was the only one murdered. For a long time, obviously. That, but... That's
0: a good point. Okay. So, then it would work if Stu's the only one that's murdered? Yes. Okay.
1: And okay. him being involved with the first murders, it would kind of show Okay. Whatever whatever I'm thinking of. No, okay. I can't I like word what I'm thinking of.
0: Okay. Um So I'm trying to think of like what I struggled with is how how to like stage a big what's the word I used? A huge scuffle to where it's revealed who is who is the killer. Because I feel like, uh, you know, say like Dewey, Sydney, and Courtney like receive not Courtney, <laughs> Gail, uh, receive like the classic phone calls, you know, like welcoming welcoming them back to the old days, shit like that. Um, but I just don't know. Uh, I struggled with leading up to how they get to the unmasking of
1: Ghostface. Hmm. Any ideas? The only idea that I could come up with was the first ghost face murder was Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. So what if they were to all return to that house where everything started? Okay. Or it could be that, or they could kind of be drugged and taken to the house where they were going after um Ghostface? No, what's oh. what's uh the main girl's name? Sydney? Sydney. Where Sydney found out about Ghostface and everything, like all that shit, where the party happened. Okay. So where Stu and... Billy. Billy were discovered. So he, Ghostface... Wasn't that Sydney's house? Was it Sydney's house? I think I so. I don't...
0: I can't remember, honestly,
1: actually. Okay, if it was Sydney's house, then yeah, they drag her back to they take Sydney, Dale, Gale, and Dewey. I freaking combine the two. <laughs> Dale and Dewey. Yeah, combine like drugs them all up and takes them back to that house where everything originally started for her. Okay. Okay. And then from there it's like Like an escape room situation. Ooh.
0: I like it. And then they
1: have to, like, complete different things. Maybe admit to different faults and who killed who and whatever. Like, basically, pull a saw sort of deal. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So, who. So, yeah, continue on with your story. Okay. Like, who does it end up being? (laughs) The killer ends up being Randy. Who the hell's Randy? Jamie Kennedy's character. Who's Jamie Kennedy? You're shitting me, right? Wait, is that the the film buff dude? Yeah, the one that like was talk like from Scream Three, the one with the uh, videotape saying that it was a trilogy, not a not a, s- yeah, a sequel. Uh huh. Honestly, that makes sense. I was actually very, like, suspecting him for a really long time in the uh, in the second one. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so...
0: What I'm kind of... Now I'm kind of, like, second-guessing myself with the reason why he did what he did. Because I don't know if this is kind of, like, in the character of Randy. So, um... So I said he explains that the reason why he did it, uh, or why he came back to Woodsboro, was to kill Stu after he found out that he had just been released, um, basically because of good behavior. Um, right. He, f- he feels um, after what he did, he only deserved to rot in a cell, and after he heard he was released, he came up with the idea of a documentary to get everyone together and make it look like nothing out of the ordinary. Randy wanted to make sure there wouldn't be a repeat of the Woodsboro murders, but after getting so a, he
1: does the wood, Woodsboro murders, <laughs> the Woodsboro murder. He only kills one of them.
0: Well, yeah, remember we talked. He only kills Stu. Remember? Okay, Stu's the only one so that dies. Uh,
1: so he only kills Stu. And then he reveals himself to, like, Sydney and all of them? Yeah, after your whole escape room. For what? Well, I'm... To basically just confess that he killed Stu? Well, I feel,
0: with your whole escape room thing, they'd eventually catch up to him and tackle him, right? Or maybe, like, one of them is hiding behind something or whacks him upside the head with something.
1: Okay, but, like, if... Why would he go through the... Trouble of doing ghost face to Stu. Because he didn't want Stu to see his face. So he ghost faced Stu? Yeah, kind of. I know. This okay, really... well, okay. Issues. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. So if he ghost faced Stu because he's pissed off about Stu doing the ghost face. Yeah. Like, that doesn't necessarily make any sense. Well, technically... Okay, wait. Okay. So you kind of need... Like, maybe... Okay, what about this? What if Randy was actually the the mastermind behind it and not Billy or Stu? Okay. So if Randy set it up where he knew Billy was going to die... He was expecting Stu to die, Okay, but he didn't. And so he ends up going into the asylum, and no one believes him. Like, maybe Billy kind of left him out of the loop of who was in charge of him. Okay. And so when Stu gets out and comes back to Woodsboro, he starts to like have these recollections of things going on, sketchy situations between Billy and Randy going on and so Stu or B- Randy decides to take care of Stu because he knows too much or he's afraid that he's going to give away that he was actually Ghostface or the mastermind behind Ghostface. Yeah, cuz it's that's like a lot his better. whole <laughs> his whole thing is he wants to be a director, right? Yes. Yeah, so if he wants to be a director The directors aren't the one in front of the camera. They're not the ones doing all the crazy shit. They're in charge of the people doing the crazy shit.
0: Gosh damn it, Caleb.
1: (laughs) So he (laughs) directs Billy. Billy brings Stu on board. Okay. Billy gets bushwhacked. Yep. Stu ends up living and so he's just like okay no one's going to believe him he's crazy and then when he comes back then it's like he's trying to like spread like oh I know who Ghostface really was and that's how he drags Sydney into it. Okay. And then like obviously Sydney gets in trouble with some shit and so he had like Randy has to take like a directorial and actor role for this because and like maybe it's he Stu gets killed before Sydney hears what Stu has to say like before he reveals who Randy really is yeah and so if he dies after the like a scuffle with Randy so if Stu dies after a scuffle with Randy and talks to Sydney, doesn't reveal anything to Sydney, then that would be motive for him to take Sydney to that house and put her through a bunch of shit to find out what she knows. But through everything that she goes through, she's able to piece together that it was Randy, and so Randy feels like he has no other option but to kill her. Uh. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Okay, yeah, that's way better than what I wrote. (laughs) It's writing for this is tough, especially if you're retconning some stuff. Yeah. And honestly, that's you just need a good motive. And that would be a good motive that That is. He's just trying to hide everything. He has so much going for him in the directorial world. Yeah. He doesn't want that getting effed up by some former nutcase giving away his secrets. Dude, and so that. he's, I think, he doesn't want to kill Sydney, but he needs to find out what she knows. Yeah, and so that's why he he puts her through like the saw challenges, the the crazy like the cinematic like, ooh, like what's going on, and then she's able to piece it together because the cinematic shit is what gives him away, mm-hmm. and she's just like the only person that does this shit is Randy, and then she's <laughs> like, oh. And then he's what like, you know? shit, now I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so by him trying to just figure out what she knows, he ends up setting up his own demise.
0: Okay, so in your opinion, at the end of the movie, should Randy live and be
1: arrested or should he die? Hmm, That's a good question. Because I think if Stu dies, that's enough to get Gale involved. True. And her investigating Ghostface and trying to figure out, oh, what does Sydney know? Because Sydney was involved with Ghostface in the first place. So get that would get Dewey involved to kind of protect Sydney. Yeah. And be like, hey, we're not dealing with this shit. And so that would get them into like the investigation of their own. There you go. And figuring out why would people kill Stu? Or, like, why would Ghostface go after Stu? Yeah. And, yeah. Then it could, like, drag them into, like, the Stab movies. And being, like, maybe Randy's the one that directs, like, some of the last Stab movies. That'd
0: be a kind of fun fun little teaser right there.
1: Or that's how he gets his big break. Like that's how he becomes like a successful director by directing the stab movies. There we go. So like if that that would retcon Well, that would that would make the the other Saw movies Scream movies? no, the stab movies. Oh. That would make those canon, but directed by Randy. Okay. And then like that would also like make sense for Randy making shit up about Sydney's life and then being like, how would we write, like, let's say this happened. How would we write around that? Yeah. And then like, that would make sense for like the other movies being made. And then he's just, and then he gets to a point where this franchise has a life of its own and he kind of like maybe gets booted after like four. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, oh my God gosh I got it okay so he <laughs> so scream two three two and three he talks about sequels he talks about trilogies he talks about well actually he doesn't talk about it but four is like the reboot mm-hmm. so what if he does that like he writes about how like scream or stab two, is, like, the sequel, so it's basically, like, Scream 2. Scream Scream 3 is, like, Stab 3, and then 4, and then 4 is, like, the reboot, or Stab 4 is, like, the reboot. And then after that, he kind of gets boot, like, kicked to the curb, and so he's just, like... Like once he get like once he gets kicked to the curb, he tries to have this big breakthrough of coming back out as a director, but he can't pull that off if Stu gives him away as the actual killer or the actual mastermind behind Ghostface from the first movie. So he's like he feels like he's writing stab ten or whatever stab is after that. And that's retconning all the other stab movies, because that keeps in in track with how they treat the movies, like very self aware. Yeah. So if you're retconning that, you, you need an excuse for him to retcon a bunch of <laughs> shit. There we go. Okay, <laughs> I love it. And then it's like from there, it's just he can be like, yeah, like I retconned all these movies so I could bring a new life to the stab franchise, and be. The, the forefront become the forefront of this all all over again. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, then he can do like stab 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh.
0: Wow. Yeah, I
1: because I... I, I was trying to figure like how you were going to incorporate what you're doing because Scream movies are very self aware and yes that's kind of the charm to them like because in Scream 2 they're just shitting on sequels yeah and obviously the sequel wasn't super good but I mean it was no third movie or no Scream 3 I'm, I'm getting so like mixed up with like Scream and Stab and all that but yeah, it's just like there's a lot of juggling you have to do. That's and true. so if it's just like he could like be honestly saying that where like I that would be something I believe, like something like he had this amazing story for these four movies. There was nothing that he could do more than that. Like yeah. they they he was done at the trilogy they forced him to do the remake and after he was just like no i'm absolutely not doing any more movies they just took the franchise and ran with it and he's like this retcons everything this like i have like a continued story from the first movie but it's different so i have to retcon everything that i've that's come after it to and that's what he's doing with it, what you're doing with this. Yeah. You're retconning everything that came before. Yeah, And Oof, it works.
0: Yes. Oh, then. Okay. So wait, do we decide if Randy dies or gets arrested?
1: Let's say he gets arrested.
0: Okay. Perfect. Um, so after Randy is arrested, uh, uh, Dewey, Gail, and uh, Sidney uh, this is like straight up random. They decide to move to Illinois, Illinois, to get away from it all, and uh, they get a house together. And the final scene, uh, is Dewey asking Gale on a date because he's still kind of he's still gotta work in that m- romance with those two. Cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. And that is Scream Point Five. That's <laughs> Scream Point Five.
1: <laughs> oh, good hell. Alright, well, we have a surprise for you guys, yes. for all of you. We were going to try and have um, Brucker from Film on the Rocks join us, because we know he is a huge Scream fan, or what do they call them, Screamheads? I didn't or- know there
0: was a special name for them.
1: Yeah, whatever it is. Scream-a-maniacs? Yeah. I don't know. So, we were going to try and get him included, but we weren't able to. So, we he instead sent us his pitch for a Scream 5. Um, so, we're going to read that right now. So, he opens up with Gale Weathers. A long 12-14 to minute opening that is filled with scare, suspense, and tension. Killing off one of the main characters will put the audience on guard the whole time. She will put up a good fight, though. Her funeral is what will bring the whole gang back together. While cliche, it will be a perfect meta nod to Randy. He has a quote from Scream 2 that is something along the lines of, Nothing like a funeral to bring the family back together. All of this will also bring Dewey to the forefront and give him a crazy amount of motivation to track down Ghostface. Throughout the franchise, Ghostface has killed his sister, tried to kill him three times, and now his wife. He will be pushed to the brink of sanity in this movie. Kind of getting some uh, killing joke vibes there. Yeah, no kidding. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Sydney is a badass and maybe isn't exactly the primary target, but rather the season expert on how to avoid being killed. She's done it four times now. She could have some Sarah Connor, Laurie Strode from Halloween <laughs> 2018 attitude. Love it. She is helping and maybe even protecting a younger group being stalked by Ghostface. It would also be cool to see she is married with kids.
0: Yeah, it would be very cool.
1: Yeah, maybe her kids are the ones that being stalked. Depends on how
0: old they are. I really
1: don't want 8- to 10-year-olds being stalked by Ghostface. Yeah, that'd be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> we need a new Randy character, and I would love for it to be played by John Karna. He played the Randy character in the MTV Scream series and was actually a better version of the character type. This would be super meta, which would be perfect for a Kevin Williamson script, and would be purely awesome fan service. Lastly, bring Kirby back from Scream 4, have her be one of the ghost faces. I am not sure how to make that plural. <laughs> Not 100% on motivation, but maybe they can retcon Scream 4's plot in that she was in on it, actually. I don't know, but I want Kirby back. That is all I have right now. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Brucker. Thank you so much.
0: And I absolutely agree. Bring back Kirby. She's one of the best parts to Scream 4.
1: Kirby was the niece? No, Kirby, or Kirby was her best friend. Oh, Hayden Panettiere? Yes. okay yeah motivation would be tough for her mm. maybe it's like more of a trauma thing because like you did in kind of include like a um like the killing joke vibe where yeah. someone's kind of being driven to the point of insanity she could have ju- like that could have been enough for her to be driven into insanity. So mm-hmm. you have like those contrasting characters between Dewey who's being driven there and trying to stay on the side of sanity. Yeah. And then you have Kirby who was driven there and chose the side of insanity. There we go. So it's kinda like the like a Batman Joker vibe. Yeah. I mean, if you call Batman sane. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah, but just the, like that that contrast, someone who knows the story of Ghostface and Knows, like, is a big horror movie buff. Yeah. So kind of knows all the tropes, all the cliches and and whatnot. So it could, like, not necessarily a motivation, more an opportunity to release her sanity. There we go. Or her insanity. Okay, there we go. Yeah, But anyway... Um, do you have anything else? To... No,
0: I really like the plot. Very excellent plot for Scream 5.
1: Hell yeah. What up, bros? This is Caleb from the Editing Future. We wanted to include Brucker from Film on the Rocks in this Dreamcast because we know he is a huge Scream head or Scream fan, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, so we actually sent him this dreamcast ahead of time and had him send us back a audio recording of him reacting to it so without further ado here that is
2: hey caleb and rose and other the all bros listeners uh thanks for reaching out to me and trying to uh, get my feedback on rose's pitch for scream 5 and i really appreciate y'all reading my pitch and i hope that y'all enjoy it um really wish i could have been on the recording but you know life is crazy but i appreciate y'all just at least giving me the opportunity to state my claim on you know or react to rose's scream 5 pitch so here it goes so first off i agree with caleb scream 0.5 isn't the best title uh <laughs> but uh that that's okay uh, Bringing back Stu just to have Ghostface kill him off is... I- I'm a little bit against that. I'm not against bringing Stu back, but just to bring him back to be the first victim. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I would like him around a little bit more, because he would be such an obvious red herring for the whole movie. Uh, however, I do really like your whole pitch on Randy, actually. I think that's actually a good idea to make randy the ghost face in this movie and here's why i think that so since you are trying to retcon the first screen which um just going just kind of like going based off that i think that actually fits really well to make randy the killer in your proposed sequel rose because um well one he was he kind of seemed like a he admits that he would be one of the prime suspects in the movie and also there are like there's like some like subtle details in Scream 1 that people could go back to with hindsight with your version of Scream 5 or Scream 0.5 and go, oh, that makes sense with Rose's plot. Because like, for example, at Stu's party, Billy shoots Randy, but he doesn't kill him. He shoots him in the shoulder, kind of like how in just a few moments later him and Stu are stabbing each other but they're stabbing each other like to the sides you know he only shot him to the side he shot him in the shoulders kind of like why didn't he shoot to kill you know also if you're like kind of looking at the scene with like i said like hindsight of your plot rose there's a part where randy tells sydney that the killer always tries to like do one last scare and billy jumps up and she shoots him in the head you could kind of see that now with your plot that like Randy's trying to like coerce Sydney to go ahead and just kill Billy. Cause Stu's already dead and Randy's kind of like trying to tie off loose ends. And I think that's kind of clever and sort of like a twist that it was, there was actually three ghost faces in that movie and Randy was in on it. And we don't find that out until your proposed sequel. Also, I think that with Randy With Randy being the only ghost face in your movie, this will kind of be like a subtle trick to the audience because the audience will be looking out for a second ghost face. So that will be kind of a twist and also you can be putting like false, you know, like red herrings on other characters throughout the movie to sort of like build tension and then that'll be like the nice twist. I also really love your idea that Randy's coming back to Woodsboro or Randy is in Woodsboro filming a documentary about the survivors of the Mocker <laughs> massacre at Stu's house. I actually really like that. And I think that really plays into, I believe Caleb said this, that it's like Randy is the director and he's trying to like direct his own horror movie. You now he's like trying to complete it, while I think that Kevin Williamson was You know, at the end of the day, they're trying to make a really fun, entertaining slasher movie that paid homage to its predecessors. I do think that it's kind of cool to see how he could have possibly been writing these characters as filmmakers, like Randy as the director, Billy as the writer, and then Stu as the actor. Billy is the writer; he's like the ideas guy. This is a story he's trying to tell. Stu is crazy so he's pretty much like an act just a crazy meta actor in all this because he has no real motivation billy and randy the director and writer are giving him his motivation and and randy is kind of like behind the scenes sort of like just trying to make everything play out in his own way however shit kind of goes ass backwards in the events of Stu's party and so he kind of has to like Think on his feet and now he's now he is retconning his own movie plot in your plot rose i think that's great i love it love it love it love it i also will say that since you are retconning this uh scream one was was, there's there's a lot of heavy nods to john carpenter's halloween the original uh you know like uh billy loomis dr loomis uh there's a uh Uh, Casey Beckard's Drew Barrymore's parents say go down to the McKenzie's that's something that Lori Strode says in the movie as well so there's kind of a lot there's lots of and they're playing Halloween the movie in the movie Scream like in the background so there's lots of nods to Halloween so why not just continue that with this sequel that you're um, constructing Rose and have it to where this new Scream takes place immediately after scream one just like how john carpenter's original halloween 2 took place immediately after halloween 1 it's like the same night so do it like this where like it's it's the morning and everybody's being interviewed and question and randy's starting a thing on his feet and later that night he's like starting to put his um i don't know he's starting to put like his gears in the motion and everything also really wish that we got more of sydney having to deal with the death of Tatum, since that was her best friend, so like I maybe would like a funeral scene with her, and maybe her having some survivor's guilt. I don't know, but really liked. Our, besides the screen point five and bringing Stu back just to uh, just for him to be killed off early on, don't like that. But I really love everything that had to do with Randy and all that thing. That's great, and I do agree with Rose that the stab films should still take place. Not exactly sure how, but. Keep him in. Alright guys, thank you again so much for including my crazy thoughts, and I rambled probably a lot. And thank you for reading my pitch. I hope that you guys enjoy and that your listeners like it. Um, but take it easy, guys, and I hope to collaborate again sometime soon. Bye.
1: Alright. Well, I think this concludes this dreamcast of Scream Point five. Thank you. You make me hate myself sometimes. I make you hate yourself all the time. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. And you're welcome. Yeah. So, if you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you can also let us... Or, Turning blah. into me. Yeah. If Whatever you have is contagious. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio, Radio PublicRadio.com, Spotify, and more. What? It's called Stutter19. 19. Stutter19. 19. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Not going to mention bonus videos. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. Hit us up with uh, on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at theallbros. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Um, if you liked our pitch, um, let us know how much you enjoyed Brucker's pitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also hit us up with episode ideas, answer a question of the week, or if you want to join us, we'd love to have you on. Yes, we would. Yeah, we'd love to have anyone on. Invite yourself. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have one grand old time. Uh, you don't can also make it weird. You're weird. You're weird. <laughs> you can also hit us up on our email, uh, theallbroschannel at gmail.com. Um, also, go check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros, where you can find links to our all of our episodes, uh, f- links to our YouTube. You can find links to our merch store, which is on TeePublic, uh, teepublic.com slash user slash theallbroschannel. Find some of our new merch. Can't find one
0: design, though, now, so... Thanks, Sega. Yeah, that was <laughs> freaking
1: bullshit. <laughs> yeah, our,
0: our, our Sonic the Hedgehog breakdown uh, artwork cut taken down from T-Public, so... Yeah,
1: and it's been up there for a long-ass time. Since,
0: like, March, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it
1: was, like... I think I posted it March or April. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been up there a long-ass time, and they're just now taking it down. Like um, Caleb
0: pointed out in our uh, his Instagram post... At least let us know if you liked it.
1: Yeah, like that's the least you could do, (laughs) Sega. (laughs) But anyway, um, you're probably not going to be able to find merch for this artwork just because I'm not about cop. Like, I'm going to have to copy Scream 5. Or like, there's just the Scream logo. I was like,
0: there isn't. There isn't technically a Scream Five yet. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm. I'm you're gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to copy the logo. And I mean, there is a Scream. Issues. There is a
0: Scream Five coming. I'm just saying, there's like nothing that's been actually like released for it yet.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So next week, uh, we will be breaking down Tom Hardy's Capone. Okay. I'm sorry. I just got to point out one thing.
0: Last thing. Okay, you know with like Scream 4, they turned the A in Scream to the 4? Yes. Scream 5 totally turned the S into a 5. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Come on! Wouldn't that be cool? We'll see. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they did that for the opening sequence or I'll trailer... Mock,
1: I'll mock it up. Okay. <laughs> just pray it works out. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, uh, next week we'll be breaking down Capone. Yes. Uh, so be sure to go check that out. That is available now on Amazon Prime. Yep. And as long as that stays up, that's what we'll be doing next week. It freaking
0: better. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you guys next week. This has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next time. Deuses.
0: Goodbye. That wasn't super good. Okay, I wanted to switch up what I say, and you know what? Yeah, it didn't work. Thanks for rubbing
1: it in. Dude, we need a ghost face filter. Voice filter. We do. That'd be so so cool. cool. Welcome home. I can't do it. No.
0: I'm not even going to try it.
1: Damn it.